That would be a great idea, having seltzer before I do a podcast. Get yourself a refreshing yeah. seltzer. You want to burp the entire podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. It's good. Um, Keep it gassy. I did that today at the audition I had with those four men staring at me. Oh. Is I had a seltzer and then just kept burping. <laughs> Maybe that's why I had anxiety. I think you booked it. I think you <laughs> totally. You think so? Yeah, I do. <sighs> I think that's what they're looking for. It's the next uh, wave in inclusivity. They're just like they want you know. Like, oh, we want people with different personalities, but are going to get together like that. Will yeah still get along. And I'm like, I guess I'll be the cute girl that fucks everyone. And that's gassy. what I literally said. And I fart and a, and a burp. Oh, gassy queen. Because I don't care. I'm who I am. Hey Jenny. Hey. Did we just start the podcast so that my neighbor could start vacuuming? Yeah, I think so. That's what happened. <laughs> should we I don't talk think about, we're gonna hear your vacuuming. Should we talk about who we are? Yeah, I'm Jenny Zagrino. And you I are? am a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kat Eves and I'm a stylist. And, and this, this is Gaudy Positive. Positive. Hey Jenny. Hey, what's up? Um, did you know that there is for all fifty to one hundred of the people who listen to our podcast? Yeah. There is We're gonna a, get more. There's yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. working on it. We're just a little lazy. The <laughs> Do you know that there's this thing where there are people who really want to be a friend of the cast? Who? Um, there's several. Who wants so to be a friend of the cast? I had the joy of having um, Christy Seedout Thompson, who okay. I don't think I've heard her say her own last name out loud, so I might have said it wrong. <laughs> But she slept on my couch the other night, and she is a designer. She's actually made some dresses for Dulce Sloan <gasps> from The Daily Show, who I style, and she oh my also... God, that was... Okay, your style. Like, oh, we're going to get to it. talk about this dress? We're well, going to get to it. It, um, it and combines we're gonna talk comedy about and fashion on one person. I know. It really does. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some Hollywood bullshit that came with it. Ooh, I'm going to talk about my Alomi shit. Oh, we're going to definitely, okay. we're going to get some Wait, highs, is, some lows. This is a big fashion Some real sparkles. Episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so, sorry. So, Christy yes. also just released her first ever line with Hot Topic and, and her universe. I saw the photos. Her universe. Yeah. I saw the photos. I was like, I know that person. Yeah. So, Christy, friend of the cast, officially, just, congratulations, just launched her first line of her universe uh, cl- or collection. That yeah. is so cool. Also, Hot Topic. Love it. It's your favorite. I just started following. You did little you, baby mall Did you make me do that That um, goth Instagram? Who sent me this oh, goth? Oh, that was me. Yeah, I follow, I'm following it now. What is it? Goth 1990s? It's like ni- just 1990s goth. <laughs> I think it's 1990s mall goth, isn't mall it? Mall goth. I think so. Well, I'm look it up right now. I follow it now. Yeah, and I'm I, reminded of all the good times. I definitely spent too much time on that. Also, speaking of goth... Weekend. This week, I went to a goth sex bondage club. Yes, you did. Tell us all about it. It's called Ground Zero. Okay. Um, It was a goth club. And I'm going to say this. Goth clubs are great. They're super inviting. They're super welcoming to, like, everybody. You know, I've only been once, but I felt that I smiled too much and didn't belong. And people thought I looked like Madonna instead of a goth. That's as close (laughs) as I got. But there were like all types of this one. Like there were like legit serious goths who were like had 14 inch platforms and buckles and zips and nips and ties. Like our favorite uh, makeup artist, Angie Alaska. Yeah, pretty. Like there were Angie Alaska's, friend of the cast. And then there were, you know, like. Bros who were like, oh, I heard that they um, tie people up sometimes here. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So they had like a live dominatrix like, show, but it's very like wait, 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 tame. The bros that are in this situation, yeah, are they like also dressed as goth? No, they're just kind of like no. There's like we heard so there many was a Minneapolis, club? like Minnesota twins hoodies. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is not what I would expect to see at all. So. It was like a live Dom show, right? Wow. Um, and it was just like, I mean, it was like, you know, tape over the nipples. Okay. I was going to say, did you see anything? No, like it at one point, like the PG-13. Dom. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't call that PG-13, but <laughs> Well, yeah. if you don't see any, any like. No, there was no dicks, you know. no vaginas. Yeah. And no nipples. Well, yeah. That's and at one point <laughs> she did make um, the, the sub, um. Uh, suck on her dildo. Okay, so PG-18. PG-18, where you're just like, <laughs> oh, this is a super softcore porn. I guess that's right. Um, she <laughs> saran-wrapped a man to a pole. 
Oh, which wow, um, which, dream. So, but then also she, I guess, put his dick in a um, in a uh, uh, wait, wait, let me guess. Oh, damn it! Oh, sorry. I was gonna say a vat of mayonnaise. No, and a. <laughs> In a cock ring, but it was over the underwear. And my friend, I described this to my friend. She goes, oh, like a napkin ring. And I was like, yes. 100% it looked like a napkin ring. That feels like it would take some work. I wonder, like, how, how, uh, you know, how loose-knit are his skivvies for this to even work? I mean, I I think he had a small wiener. Oh, oh. So it was a little easier. Whale? Yeah, he's an old guy. Just oh, yeah, and he was old. He this was like is 60s. getting better. I feel like this. But that's is the thing. Like, that's why it's so lovely and like gaudy because these goth clubs are just yep. like accepting of everyone. Like there totally. were there were tons of people like you know with disabilities who were like dancing on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. Where like if you'd gone to a normal bro club, mm. you don't see that. No. Which sometimes you do, but you know it's always has like a you know, a feeling mm-hmm. like you can feel other people be like, meh, I'm a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Ver, uh, versus like you went there and it's just like, everyone's just like having a good time. And the bros were welcome too. And the bros were welcome. Mm. Like everyone was welcome. Now were they more, do you think were they more of like spectator bros or were they like, they were, were spectator they kinda, bros. Okay. They weren't like, Oh, I'm secretly into this and don't know how to express well, it. Or? Okay. But then there were some that like we made friends with this one person, mm-hmm. Dylan, um, and Dylan Hot. was dressed kind of like just nerdy guy, mm-hmm. jeans and a t-shirt. Sounds good. And then we were talking about drag, and I said what my drag name would be it would be Hot Cheese, H A U T E, Hot Cheese. I love it. And um, and then Dylan brought out. He goes, Oh, I do drag. And then just like, Yes, Dylan. Yeah, brought up. But Dylan was like, uh, was it was not like fun drag. It was like, Oh, um, what's the app? What is not fun? Not, drag? not like it wasn't like big gaudy drag. It was oh. like girl um, going to the mall. <laughs> oh, yeah, like wearing Day low drag. rider. Yeah, like wearing like low rider jeans. Okay, and like a, so Dylan's exploring gender. Yeah, Jen was Love Dylan that. was gender exploring, um, and would go to the gay nineties. So I the, think more people should. I feel like I should gender. not have used Dylan's name. <laughs> This. We don't know Dylan's last name. I don't know Dylan. I don't know Dylan. I've never. Who's Dylan? There's probably um, eight. Listen, there's so many white people in Minnesota. There's probably I know a named lot Dylan that cross dress. Of course. Well, um, can it was be called that? Yeah. I yeah sure. I think I would say gender exploration. I don't know what the well, word. But maybe they're not. I don't know what the rules maybe they're are not anymore. exploring their gender. They're just like I just when I cross dressed at this thing, I just didn't want to. I think we should wear just, a boa. Well, what word did they use? They well, we were drag. talking about drag, and they so said, I guess they say drag. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. So I don't know what the politics are of the words cross-dressing anymore. So I'm just like, eh. is it just a fetish now? Mm, no, I don't think it's that simple. I think it's nuanced. Yeah, I got really contemplative for a moment there. I was like, <laughs> what mm. is cross-dressing? You're right, indeed. Who? Indeed. Why? Where? Tonight on PBS. <laughs> um, but well, so that's then. Cool. Okay, but then, but then this is um, when does the vat of mayonnaise come into well, play? Well, there wasn't a vat of mayonnaise, but what there Cheese is curds? there, there is a, a person <laughs> mm-hmm. who, um, and this, okay, the way I'm gonna explain it, I'm gonna explain it, and I'm just saying what I saw. Okay, okay, no oh, judgments man. on it. All right, okay? there was a person. Okay, who uh, was a quadriplegic. Okay, no arms, no legs. Cool, and I mean. They were okay. in <laughs> very cool. Maybe cool Super is the cool. wrong word. Fine. Cool, bro. Um, yeah. They were in a floor. No, so, I don't understand. Okay, do so mean? it was a fake. So it was a floor that was raised up. Okay, but then a little square was carved out. Okay, so they could lay in this floor and be flush with the floor. Whoa. And they were. Um, so I guess what happens is I've been told by my friend mm-hmm. that they um, get stepped on. And by the dom their, and oh, heels. Oh, and that's their thing. That's their thing. Wow. But <laughs> the funny thing is, to me at least, they were fully dressed in just like work clothes. Uh-huh. Also in a hat. Like what kind of work clothes? <laughs> like, like a flannel shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a newsy hat. <laughs> and then nothing was happening, so they were just like in the box waiting. <laughs> just So like while some, so-and-so's getting saran wrapped to a pole, and then there's like a total like... You know, like lesbian dominatrixing going on. There's just the guy in the floor, yeah, <laughs> just staring and waiting. 
Whenever you're ready. Just literally, like, I'm here whenever you want to step on me. Please, madam. And see, that's the thing that I really enjoyed about this club is it was just, like, all types. And, like, this person is going to get, like, their pleasure that they want when they get stepped on. And part of the pleasure is probably waiting to be stepped on, too. And for you, you ended the night being like, was that an acid trip or was it real? (laughs) I love this. I I mean, dancing to goth music. Love this scene. It was great. They did play Garbage, which was a good good goth music to dance to. And then the rest of stuff was, like, very strange. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Man, I am so stoked that you had that experience. It was a pretty gaudy experience. I actually do want to go to more goth clubs. Now, did you dress for the night? I wore black, but not like goth. Okay. So like I had on black leggings, a gray dress, and then this black okay. um, jean jacket. Gotcha. So I feel I felt like I looked like goth grown up. Okay. Like yeah. I was a mom now. Yeah. <laughs> I look like mom goth. <laughs> you got your mom goths. You yeah. got your mom goths. Perfect. Goths with jobs, goths in minivans. Floor goths. Yeah, floor goths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so into this entire experience. Oh, I actually I, we think should I go. Have, like, I think I have a little bit of FOMO. I wish that I could have been there. You would have had fun. I think we would have had a great time. Yes. We should go to a goth. But see, I feel like the ones in LA would be different, totally different. than totally the fun different. Midwest. Well, goth Rob. Clubs. So my husband Rob takes photos sometimes for a goth night here in LA. Yeah. And that's actually how he met Angie Alaska. Yeah. And uh, Angie's partner, husband, I'm not sure. Person of interest? Yeah. Other person who she is with is... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I just revealed how little I know. (laughs) Is in... uh, Anyway, he's in Power Man 5000. Yeah. So when you go to like... uh, Do you? Okay. No, no. He's... They're lovers. Oh, they're lovers. (laughs) Lovers. Yes. I do Um, like Power Man 5000. Oh, Jenny. Um, anyway, to, we know what those, I used to be. Yes, we do. Used to be. <laughs> still are. I did listen to some mindless self indulgence on the in the car. Of course you did. Of course you did. Oh man, I, I can't happening. even sing. I can't even sing the lyrics to those songs. Let me just tell you. Okay, it was April Fools this week, and all I could think was like, "What? Did I fuck everybody's pranks. I'm over it. We we live in a time, and this has been told over and over again already. Like we live in a time where there's like fake news." Mm-hmm. And Limp Biscuit is coming back on tour. Like I don't. Oh need, yeah, I got invited to go to one of their shows. Of course you did. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need any of these April Fools' jokes. Everything else is a April Fools' joke every day. Yeah, no, I get how it. I feel. I get it. That's it, Jenny. Let's go to a goth night. I'm feeling very. I'm just like Jenny. Look, you're wearing black and red as we speak. I am, but that's because I'm. I didn't. Uh, I only needed to dress from the waist up today. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was the... my gaudy experience of the week. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Did I have a gaudy experience? Yes, I did. Tell. So I got to dress Dulce for mm-hmm. the Image Awards. Um. Quick, I'll cut to the bullshit, which is that Getty, uh, when they uploaded the image of of uh, Dulce to the site, they put her as her co-star's wife. Oh, my God. Not as one of the nominees. <laughs> to which I say, does that mean that I get free Getty images? Something. Come on. Oh, my God. I cannot I know. believe that happened. Has it been resolved yet? Yeah, it's been resolved, but I just think it's egregious. I just, I'm so mad about it because now, you know, she wore Christian Siriano on the she red looked carpet. fabulous. From Eleven Honoré, who's, who's fantastic and yes. really wonderful to work with. And she looked fantastic. She was head to toe, just like dialed in. Yeah. Um, we worked with Tara Copeland, who did her hair. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Her hair was awesome, and we put strands of pearls through it her It looked hair. so good. Amazing. So, you know, she's got this whole look dialed in, and then they uh, they basically, there's only one image of her, and it's of her next to her co-star, because even though she stood for pictures by herself, they just assumed she was the wife. That is so terrible. It is really so fucking sexist. awful. It is. <laughs> And then Variety <laughs> ran an interview with her and Roy Wood Jr., her coworker. Uh, yeah. Her, whoops. Party Uh-oh. foul. Now what do I have to do? Oopsie do I have to doodles. Drink a Just have to continue your shot? story. All right, fine. <laughs> I don't have any Jello shots, but you know, I could ask a neighbor. Um, 
So, yeah, anyway, she did an interview with Roy Wood Jr. on the red carpet for Variety. She's the first one to speak in the interview. And yet, when the tweet went out from Variety, it said Roy Wood Jr. parentheses and Dulce Sloan. Why the parentheses? They could have just said Roy Wood Jr. and Dulce Sloan. It was really weird and unnecessary and diminutive. I just, I really was pissed about it. It's amazing. This is like just proof how important words are and how you structure your sentences. It makes no sense to have the parentheses. It's just unnecessary and it's kind of cruel, I think. Yeah. Man, that sucks so much to be like where she is. Yep. And just worked as hard as she is just to be parenthesized and mistaken for a wife. It's bullshit. (laughs) It's bullshit, I say. It is. Yeah, so... Uh, I've just been like stewing about that for a few days. It didn't happen yeah. to me, but I'm just I'm just mad about it. And also, this is her big moment. She wore Christian Siriano on the red carpet. Why? Yeah. You know, like she's she's doing the thing. She's there as a nominee, and I don't know. It just was really gross. And she looked fabulous in it. She looked fantastic. Yeah, everyone, and go she, and like those photos. Yes, go to Eleven Honore and check them out. And also, um, go to Dulce's page or she my on Eleven's. Um, there she's on their Instagram stories today. Okay, because so. finally Getty got it right. <laughs> yeah, just, you know. So yeah, um, but it was really cool for both of us for her to get to wear Christian Siriano. That was my first time getting to dress somebody in in that designer. So. Yeah, and I, he's been on my list of of once for a while. I do so. really like his stuff. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I would love to see more designers. The thing is, like, it almost gets to the point where you're like, oh, yeah, well, I expect that all of the plus-size people on the red carpet are going to be dressed in Christian Siriano because, <laughs> like, nobody else is dressing them. It's like you yeah. can almost guess it before you even see the name. It's not entirely true. I mean, now we've got Tanya Taylor. We've Yeah, got- but even the ones that I tried on yeah. earlier that are a supposed plus-size. yeah. Designer was just the sample sizes are. It's a it's Who? really a, it's really a struggle. And actually, it's funny how that worked out because I did happen to see a picture of somebody's wife, somebody's actual wife, <laughs> from the event wearing the dress that Dulce would have worn from that designer. Had it worked really? out, really? Yeah. So glad it's so didn't work universe. Out that way. Yeah. Did I try yep. that one on? You nobody could fit into it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, Are you the plus size designer? None of your plus size clients could fit into that dress. I know. It's really rough. Um, But also, someone was a runway I sure was. I was hoping we could talk about that. Oh, do tell. Yeah. So in the middle of all of this, uh, the week before, I got to be a a fashion model, a runway model. Yeah. For Renee Tyler, who's a plus size size designer based in Las Vegas. She was formerly in L.A. um, And so she still does L.A.'s Fashion Week. It's actually, this is one of the things that's like super weird about L.A. So there's L.A. Fashion Week. And yes. then there's Los Angeles Fashion Week brought what? to you by Art Hearts Fashion. Okay. And so I was in Los Angeles Fashion Week, which here's the other thing too. If you were hearing LA Fashion Week and Los Angeles Fashion Week, which one do you think would be the one that is apparently the more popular and populated? LA Fashion Week. Right. That's not the case. Really? Los Angeles Fashion Week is the one that more people go to and covet. It's a bigger event. Oh, wow. So you were in the big event. I was in the big event. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was at the Majestic Hotel, which just feels like this place where they must hold hold raves every weekend. (laughs) Um, And I got to have, honestly, like the best part of the whole experience for me was just getting my hair and makeup done. Oh, my God. Your hair and makeup looked so good. I just like want to do that all the time. It was very, I will say it was very, um, oh, my God, what's her name? She wrote Sweet Dreams. Oh, Annie Lennox. It's very Annie Lennox. You are not the first person to say that. Yeah. A bunch of people told me I looked like Annie Lennox, which I take as a high compliment. It's a huge compliment. You better be grateful. I better be. I am grateful. Be grateful for it. Be grateful for compliments. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I was like this cute little... It was so funny, though, because I everybody else was like 5'9 and above, I swear. And then I'm (laughs) 5'5. And I've got my heels on. They do nothing compared to all these like... Amazons around me. And I'm definitely 
one of the bigger girls among them. So it was just yeah. funny. I just felt like a little butterball around them. And it was fine. Like, I wasn't upset about it, but it was just sort of this funny thing. My hair, though, was bright pink. And so yes. it was also this thing where, you know, it's like tall, 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 short. But then my hair, I swear, because it was pink, gave me six inches of height. Oh, yeah, you definitely. Know? But so. so why did she not? This is a weird question. Why'd she ask you? <laughs> <laughs> why me? Yeah, I don't know. Um, It's a great question. I don't I honestly don't really know why. If my like cynical side is like, oh, she just ran out of money and didn't have you know money to pay other models. Yeah, which could be true. Um, but the other side of me is just that like, I've had a great relationship with Renee over the years and, um, over the years, it's been like a year and a half. I've only known <laughs> over her the year? over the 25 years that I've known her <laughs> since I was a wee tyke. Um, no, you know, we've, we've, we worked together on Dulce's Emmy's dress. So, yeah. um, I've just gotten to know her and I really, uh, appreciate the work she does. And I think that that feeling is mutual. So yeah, I, I don't really know other than that. I felt pretty honored because there I was among a lot of models whose work I really respect. So yeah. I'm not a model. I don't want to be a model. But Girl, you're I'll a do model it. model to me. Oh, thanks. I'm a model airplane. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking like what are model like what's a, a model that's not a model? You're a you're a model T. I'm a model T. Model tits. I put the T in model T. <laughs> So, yeah. Spill the tea. Yes, that tea too. We had great gaudy weeks. We did. Yeah. Also, have you watched the new Queer Eye? I watched one episode. I didn't have time to watch the rest. It's a little fat phobic this season. Um, they've always been fat phobic, and we've have. talked about this. We have, but like this season, I f- they they really go in. They have a whole thing about like, oh, here's your exercise regimen and eating no. and feeding your children better food so they're not fat and like minimize, minimize, minimize. And so it's a little rough for me this season. I'm a little womp. Do we about send it. emails? Who do we talk to? A stern email. Well, that's the thing, too, is that Jonathan, love of my life, is, like, so, like, he surrounds himself with plus-size, yeah, you know, influencers, so I don't understand. This is the thing that I can't, it's hard for me to understand, too, for that reason, because I'm like, you guys seem to be cool with it. I don't know about Tan. Maybe he's not. But I thought that, like, maybe him aside, the rest would be pretty cool about it. But in this episode, I mean, they're definitely all participating. What's the episode? There's actually a couple episodes where okay. this happens. So. I saw the Huntress one. Oh, cool. Which I thought yeah. was, I thought that was a great episode. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. But it's, no, it's later. There's one with um, two women who uh, own a barbecue joint and he kind of does the minimized thing. That one did make me cry though when the woman looked in the mirror and she looked at her new outfit and she had previously looked at the clothes like that's not going to work for me. Yeah. She puts it on, she looks in the mirror and she's like, "What?" Like she like does this like deeper look and I live for those kinds <laughs> of moments. Like I live for them. those are the reasons I got into styling, you yeah. know. So, um that was great, but there's still like this focus you teeter on it when it's like this focus on minimizing and like, yes, you know, work with what you got kind of attitude. But then when it really goes full on overt is in the episode where there's like a dad who's just like, yeah, I let myself go because I've been raising the kids and I'm, I'm, you know, I take care of them and da, da, da. It's yeah. just, it's a little frustrating. I mean, look, we can't get the whole world on board. I they guess still not. have to sell shit. I get it, but also, I mean, let's see if I have to cut this next part out. Um, but like, if you think about it in the fashion industry, it's not even so much men mm. that are running it. Oh, yes, it is. Well, but it's gay men mm-hmm. and women. Yeah, they count as men, though. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> like, like when we think about like the straight male gays. Yep. We're, it's in the fashion world. It's it's actually the gay male gaze. Yep. And women. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, but what? Why are you guys all against us? Yeah, I you know, I feel that. I feel like the thing that's really frustrating is that like as a fat person, you can see this shit happen, and if you complain about it, you know 
that other people are going to have shit to say about you complaining. Yeah. About, like, and then it's always, mm, okay, honey. Well, yeah. You're fat, so. Right. And that's the thing that's really frustrating is like if I was friends with Jonathan Van Ness right now and I were to approach him and be like, hey, that really bummed me out. Like, I don't know how he'd react, you know, because like his reaction would, or if I were to guess, I would, ho- or what I would hope he would do would be kind of like, oh, you know, you're right. I'm really sorry. Yeah. But that's not what happens. It's like usually what happens, I don't know, I'm not friends with Jonathan Van Ness yet. He doesn't return my calls. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's just this like thing where. Maybe he turn it, they would turn it into a health thing. Yeah. It's like a health thing or it's just like. I just want you to, I just want you to live forever. Yeah. And it just, this is the tough thing about body positivity is like, there are so many people who like, quote unquote, cheer you on, but then like privately, whether they say it out loud to someone else or not, they're thinking to themselves like, but da, 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 da. Well, so when I was home, I found this little goal sheet that I'd made when I was 12. Oh. Which you saw, I sent it to you, Mm. which, you know, the top part of the goal was when I was 12, I was like, I want to be famous and I want to be in movies and I want to be a comedian, which boom, did it. Dun, 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 dun. Then the other part was also, I want to lose weight because Mm -hmm. I'm fat and overweight and I want to look pretty. Yeah. And I was so crushed when I read that. And there's actually more in that booklet of myself of like... Journals and journals and journals yeah. from then. And I was like, Dad, why'd you let, why did you let me turn this in? I literally was like, Dad, why'd you let me turn this in? What do you also, mean turn so this many, in? Because it was for a school project. Oh, my God. So my teacher had to read a 12-year-old. Oh. But I'm sure at the time, I mean, it's the 90s. They're just like, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, they're Dad. They're like, yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Five a day, man. Uh, Five a day. They, like, secretly slip you a Weight Watchers brochure. <laughs> yes. So, um... So I was like, Dad, why'd you, why'd you let me, why'd you turn this in? And he goes, what's wrong? You need to lose weight. I get uh, it. You know, when I was your age, I needed to lose weight. No one told me about it, and I just did it. And oh, I was just wow. like, <sighs> like, there's no, I mean, I've had, I've had fights with my parents about, yeah. like, body, like, what your body should be, mm-hmm. or, like, what it's normal, and that maybe there's body diversity, and mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff, whatever. And it's just like, it's so... It's so ingrained. Like, what are you going to do? It is. It is. It's like my dad, (laughs) my dad has a friend in his like car club who is like, she's plus size and I've never met her, but he always talks about Suzanne and he's like, oh yeah, you'd love Suzanne. She's a plus size lady. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, yeah. You know, all fat people love each other, (laughs) you know, especially according to all the controversy that's been happening recently that I literally cannot get into, but like, just because it makes me so mad, but just... The accusations of plagiarism on Shrill are just absurd. Yes. If you want to know about it, go on Twitter. I don't want to talk also, about it Also, the whole thing of like, well, she's not even that fat. She oh. can't say anything. Well, that's she's the not thing that fat. Is like it does that. devolve into this thing. It's really tough. It's a super complicated situation, right? Because it devolves into this thing where then people are like, oh, well, she's not, she's not fat. She's just ugly. Like I'm just like <laughs> literally seeing fat people say that about her. And I was like, well, this is going well. Well, it's just like there's always some kind of there's always hierarchy. Yep. I don't. I mean, it's just human desire to mm-hmm. have hierarchy, and to me, it's just it is funny. Like, I mean, I've I've gotten that not recently, but like when I was in a smaller body, people being like, "Well, you're not fat enough to be plus size," and it's like, I mean, I still have a shared experience yeah. of it, and and I understand that at some point, it's like with the taking it back to queer eye where they had that conversation with Anthony and they were like, you pass. Yeah. You're a passing gay guy. So if you can turn it off anytime you need to, Mm -hmm. if it's unsafe, whereas like, you know, some people are like, well, you're passing plus size. Right. You can shop, you can still shop at a majority of the stores. Yeah. I understand that, but it's still also like, it's not just shopping though. Let's just be clear. It's definitely not just about shopping. So you can like (laughs) sit comfortably. You can do other things, but it's just like, at the same time, though, it's like, well, that division that you're creating is not helping anyone. It's just... Yeah, but I don't think... See, I don't actually think that they're creating a division. I think that this is the same kind of argument that people make. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm about to say something in Sunday or I have to clear my throat. <clears> throat> uh, I think it's really like... It's a similar argument to what people make. I think actually the passing thing you said was was really helpful. You know, at the end of the day... 
what it comes down to is that people who are what what they'll oftentimes call larger fats yeah. are underrepresented in 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 so much of the body positive movement and yeah. so much of the like plus size world, not just in fashion, but even on the health front, mm-hmm. it's like they do often get forgotten and kind of left out by smaller fats. It's like yeah. we didn't do actually a great job of being like, hey, now that we've got this platform, please meet my friend who's 500 pounds and is a size 30 and cannot find anything to save her life. Yeah. Like, we didn't do that. We were just like, well, I got a bikini now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So like I also get where that comes from. At the yes. I think this is the thing is like, you know, okay, I'm just going to I was I was like trying not to invoke names, but the person at the center of this controversy is Virgie Tovar and she is a fat activist. She um writes for a few different uh websites, publications and she's also published some books. I really before all this started, I really had a great I had a great relationship at least uh I don't know if relationship's the word. I had a great sort of like um, understanding of Virgie. So she, Rob and I have photographed her before and I interviewed her for Chubster.com, which is a big and tall, um, well, big men's fashion site. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Virgie was lovely. And the few times I've hung out with her, I thought she was really cool and really interesting. The challenge is just that she, what happened is the episode of Shrill came out that um, is the fat babe pool party scene. And a lot about that scene mimics a story that Virgie has told not only in a TED talk, but in um, her book. And she's also just in her multiple different sort of speaking engagements over the years has talked about her fat babe pool party experience. Yeah. So I knew this story about Virgie, but this is the thing is like, I've had a fat babe pool party experience that was like, groundbreaking for me and actually so have hundreds if not thousands of other plus size people so the problem is Virgie decided that this was plagiarism yes and so it's been a real dust up and it's really tough because you can see people drawing you know lines in the sand and picking sides and it's just gotten really ugly yeah you know I think it's pretty much calmed down for the most part at this point there's there's no way she's going to take Warner Brothers to court. Like, Yeah. I just don't think that's what's going to happen. But it really sucks that Samantha Irby, who is the amazing best-selling author writer of um, that episode, who's also a uh, queer, fat, black woman, or I guess black and woman of color, the same thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just put a finer point on it first. Um, disabled, you know, uh, she is the person who wrote this article, I mean, who wrote this episode and has been erased a lot from the discussion and left out of it, even though she's the one who's responsible for it. It's a, if, if you want to know the story, go on Twitter, type in, you know, shrill plagiarism, you'll find it. sucked in. Sit down, have a popcorn. There's a lot of ugly behavior. I'm not going to do the Trump on both sides. I don't believe that. I really think that Samantha Irby deserves to be stuck up for it. Samantha Irby did nothing to Virgie. She's done absolutely nothing to to deserve anything that has been thrown at her. And um, it's just a really disappointing situation. Well, I mean, I think that, yeah, this is a very shared experience of the fat babe pool party. Lots of women have had it. Yeah. Um, have you had it? I haven't had it. Mm, we um, need to change that this summer. Bucket list. I would love. I mean, I've just been a fat person at the beach. Does that count? No, you got to go to a fat babe <laughs> pool party where it's just fat babes. Yeah, That's I would do that. I feel like so. I had an experience where I was doing a joke that um, I had done for about four months or something and then when I was on the road doing colleges and then my friend Gary was like hey um another female comic who's much more famous than you Mm. has the exact same joke Mm. to the down to the point where we're talking about um walking home with your keys in between your fingers oh no and I said like Wolverine and she had the exact same line no Wolverine and look I gave up the joke I was like okay you know what I don't think it I don't think she stole that from me no because I was on the road doing colleges neither of us had seen each other do those jokes yeah it's a shared experience Mm -hmm. it's where two comic brains are gonna go yep so it's like 
I feel like with this, it's the same thing. It's like a shared experience. Mm-hmm. And this is also why I do not post any jokes of mine. Oh. Except unless it's like an actual filmed joke. That's a comic tip, everybody. Yeah, I do not well, post you've been, Twitter or memes. I don't do any of that stuff. You've actually and been I, stolen. Yeah, from I've before. actually had my stuff stolen. Yeah. And then the thing, I did have video evidence. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Um, did anything ever happen with that? Nope. I just got a shitty apology, and then yeah. she's like, "I quit comedy." Ah. Uh, I'm like, okay. I think she just blocked me. Um, I don't remember. Damn it. Something. Wow. Martinez. You're something really Martinez. Joe Martinez. Joe Martinez. Joe Martinez. Say, you're really good at forgiving or at she least She lives in Brooklyn with her husband. You guys can find her. <laughs> but if she's doing, if I find out she's doing comedy mm. in Brooklyn, so hell hath no fury like Jenny Zagrino. That's right. You're yeah. going to eat so much cheese and then fart in her oh direction. Oh my God. I yes. mean, do you forgive someone for that? You know, actually, here's the thing though, is mm. I'd, I'd gotten word from other comics in Mexico who were like, she would always talk about feminism uh-huh. and like supporting women and all this stuff. And then <laughs> oh, she I'm just sure stole. she just lifted all of it. She didn't worry yeah. about it. What a career though. Yeah. It's, it's you know, no one's going to know. This is Mexican Comedy Central. Wow. No one's going to know. You yeah. know what? Way to uh, way to underestimate your own people. Oh, also apparently I, I haven't watched especially yet, mm-hmm. but Amy Schumer has a joke about her diva cup and spilling the blood on people. Oh no! So I gotta go look at that now. Oh no! You and Amy Schumer. <laughs> Amy Schumer liked one of the looks that I made for Dulce Sloan. Really? She did. Which one? Um, it was the one she wore. So there were two events uh, that she went to for the Image Awards. So there was the untelevised one, and then there was the televised one. Televised was she wore Christian Siriano. Untelevised, she wore City Chic. So yes, I saw yeah. the City Chic one. Yep, very so, cute. Yeah, she took her dad, didn't she? <laughs> I, I love. She- the, I'm really glad you brought this up. So his name, his name is Mike, and Mike is uh, a long term, a long time friend of Dulce's, and also a uh, former. I don't. I don't think he's doing comedy anymore, but he used to be a comic yeah. as well in Atlanta. Um, but she calls him Papa. Okay. And before she, this is a lesson in really checking your captions before you hit post, y'all. Because she said, you know, so she wrote this really sweet, heartfelt, you know, post uh, that's a picture of her with Papa. Yes, that's the one I read. Uh, yeah, on the red carpet. And all of the comments are like, oh, it's so sweet of this story about your dad. And he doesn't even look like your dad. And wow, he doesn't look like he's old enough to be your dad. And just on and on and on. What about the post? It's like, you guys look exactly alike. <laughs> I see it. I get it. Yeah. So funny. So, Jenny. Yeah. This is the rapid fire part. This is the rapid fire. Well, okay. Sort of rapid fire part. Yeah, I do I have a question for you. So, okay. Shrill, you know, the Fat Babe pool party. Yes. We've discussed it's already. It's a shared experience that lots of fat babes go through. Yes. And then I was thinking about how my fashion show moment was kind of like, I was like, Samantha Irby, if you would like to have that story for next season, take it. You can yeah. have it. Um, I was trying to think of like what would be other like bucket list things you would do as a fat babe trying to break out. I feel like I've done them all. Done them all? Tell me what they are. I mean, I was a, I was a lingerie model. Yeah. Our Alomi campaign did really well. Dude, um, talk about that. So we posted the photos. Uh, they looked really great. They were very well received. And you got some um, real funny I comments. I got some real creepy comments. Yes. Which is always good. Um, oh, there was a comment. Oh, that I wanted to talk about. It's a couple things behind. Mm-hmm. But someone commented um, when I was talking about like, I forget which one it was, but like relaxing and like letting go and mm-hmm. treating yourself and self-care. Someone had pointed out, you know what? As long as you're doing it healthy and being healthy, I'm totally okay with that. And mm-hmm. I wanted to just be like, bitch. What does that even, honestly, what do you even I'm not doing this to please you. This ain't about you. Yeah, none of this is about you. None of this is about like, oh, are you, are you happy that I'm taking care of myself? Mm. Does it make you happy? Mm. I'm so glad. Well, I'm so glad. That my, that I'm, like, I, that I'm doing, I'm being a good fat girl for you. <laughs> like, I, that shit, yes. that enrages me because that to me is well, I'm not so much more condescending. It's so yes. condescending. Totally. To, to think that you own my experience. And, the, you know, it's this As thing. As a fat is like, person, you own, you own right, my experience. Right. You don't. You can't. This thing where if you ever catch yourself trying to figure out a nice way to be supportive of somebody, 
then you're probably not being that supportive. You're yeah. like, what's a nice way of saying, like, I think you should diet? Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're dieting. Yeah. It was just like, I'm like, you're on a plus size lingerie site. Mm-mm. What are you doing with this fucking, as long as you're being healthy about it? Yeah. I'm cool with it. But you also got some funny comments. You get some wackadoo comments from some dudes. I mean, I got one guy. Um, what was it? Uh, I have to search. Let me get. Let me yeah. search for a minute. Okay. Okay. So on the bathing suit photo, someone texted, "Honey, fuck up my life, please." <laughs> I love that. What does that even mean? That just means you're killing it. Oh yeah. Then this guy um, goes, "Ooh, then I'll turn you into Ellen Ripley." Goddamn. I can't tell if that's like dang, if that's dangerous. <laughs> I, well, I said that's tough when violent. wet. That was the caption. Tough when wet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. And I someone compared me to the me. dinosaurs that get up. Not in like a gross way. What? So, like you know Can those, you just those dinosaur the, pills. You're gonna have to read the comment. I don't know. Um. He just says, "Oh, like those dinosaur pills that when water grow." That's. Like tough when wet. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay. That's- yeah, it was. I didn't take that as a mean compliment. No, no, I don't think so. But it was just like. But it oh, could okay. be mean. But the other one sounded like slightly violent, definitely sexual. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like anybody um, who's seen Alien. A lot of love that I look. Haven't. Cream shaboogie bop. Oh. I mean that's Prince lyric. Oh. But I didn't out of context, that. it sounds real weird. <laughs> <laughs> out of context, Cream it's my favorite comment. And in context, still my favorite. I love this song, Cream. Cream. Yeah, that's a good one. That's someone who knows. Cream. That's who, they know you. I also love that he, um, Prince, wrote that song for himself. He, he says, did? He's, he claims that he wrote it when he looked in the mirror. Oh, wow. You I want to look in the mirror and say that about myself. Right? I'm going to work that's, on it. I mean, how much confidence do you have to have? Like, Prince was just full of it. Let me full ask you a question. Swag. Since we've had Carla Lane on, who is the um, porn star Carla yes. Lane, she said that she looks in the mirror for a couple minutes mm-hmm. and just like, and that's one of the ways that she sort of like gets sensual. It's like a self care yeah. thing just for her. And I wondered. Do you do anything like, do you have anything that you do like that? Like, do you dance in the mirror? No, I'm in kind of a dark place right now. So I haven't been doing any self-care. Well, what would be, when, when you are in that place, what are like your little self-care, like feeling myself moments? I just write, try to write good stuff. Like I am the best. (laughs) Jenny, this is. Answer was dull. Look, I've been, it's, I've been, I can't help it. I've been, oh, here, this is a fun, do you want to hear this weird um, thing? I do. Oh, I mean, yeah, I've just kind of been in like a weird dark place Mm. recently. And uh, actually, uh, my friend Adam, friend of the cast, Mm -hmm. um, today was like texting me because I was like, I want to, friend of the cast. So I wanted to go to the gym today Mm -hmm. to feel better because I've just been like, I was just like on the floor of my house, Mm. (laughs) just like, I don't want to do anything. And yeah. he was texting me being like, get up, go, yes. come on, go. You need it. You'll yeah. feel better. Coach Adam. And actually he said something, uh, we were talking about it. I was like, just what's the point? And he's like, you know, sometimes I look, it's not going to change my body, but like, it just makes me feel good. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. Fine. It's not about changing your body. It's about feeling fine. good. So this is what someone said. Changing your outlook. Yes, please. You look so very, very pretty, sexy, sensual. I think I'm going to have a stroke. Lol. You look great. <laughs> and then the reply Let's was. Not give anybody any medical issues, Jenny. So then someone replied something um, racist. Oh, okay. Um, should I read it? Nope. Okay. It was racist. Okay. I'm not towards me, towards someone else. Yep. And then, I oh, no, I lost it. <laughs> no, and it's okay. Then someone said, like, then the person who the person who originally said the thing defended it and was like, you're being shitty. So it was like a oh, great, no. lovely, like, little racism conversation. Oh, right. Well, um of during you know like sometimes you'll get like the weird conversations within uh-huh. your comments yep. where you're just like oh there's a whole world there's happening whole world, right yeah. now there is yeah all right so let's get back to the whole okay. like the things that what would be other bucket list items you think that people could do if they want to do the whole if they're break like out and have a moment and like i don't mind like whatever this is my body and i'm just living yeah like go jasmine to, go robbins to a beach Ooh, that's a good one i've done it 
Jasmine Robbins posted a great story um, on her Instagram today that was basically like, people always ask me, like, how are you so confident? And she's like, and people want to know like what the secret is to getting there. And she's like, just like put on the clothes. Like, (laughs) how do you wear that? Like you just put it on. Yeah. And then you walk outside in it. Yeah. And that's it. That's really it. Maybe you photograph yourself. I mean, really when someone asks that, they're just like, you're so gross. How do you do it? Well, there's those people, but then the other <laughs> side is there's the people who can relate, who have bodies that are similar to hers, right? Who are True. just like, I don't know how to do that for myself. So how True. did you learn how to do that for yourself? And the answer is you put on the pants and you walk outside. You well, know? I did have that moment I texted you when I realized all my yoga pants from my underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I was you like, know, what a, have I been doing? There's a very lucrative business in that. You should talk to our friend Carla Lane about it, I am sure. Oh, for like some good yoga pants? Well, just no. just Or, oh, some webcam? That's a whole, yeah, that's some a good whole webcam thing. Times? That's a whole <laughs> thing. You can wear that what to the What about you? Club. What would you do? I was trying to think about this because now I've done the fashion show, which it wasn't ever. It's like I'm not, I think we've talked about this before, but I'm not really good at like making goals unless they're... Mm-hmm motivated by some specific emotion or like charge. And so um, I've decided that my next goal for styling is that I want to get something in Rolling Stone. (gasps) Yes. That is my next goal. So Is that going to be on the board? Put on the vision board? I guess I'll have to put it on the vision board. Make room. I put my vision board under my bed. I'm having a very rough time. Oh, Jenny. I I just was like, I can't look at this. Well, you already all the achieved money things, things on fell it. off of it. Oh God, <laughs> that's distressing. Yeah. Millie is here to give you Hi, warmth and Hi, care. Millie, she felt I your think, pains. I think I would. I would like to do. I would do runway. Runway. Yeah, but the thing is, is like it's never. I would never have not done it. Oh no, oh, producer, producer Millie. Millie. <laughs> all right. Pause. And we're back now that producer Millie has been muzzled. Yes. She hasn't been muzzled. <laughs> muzzled she's by your cuddles. Muzzle. She's a cuddle muzzle. I do. Yeah, I just have never been asked to do it. Yeah. So I would not have not done it. You know what I did this morning mm. is um, I had an audition for um, a plus size clothing company. Yeah. To Ooh. be in a TV commercial. Oh. But it's like kind of a contest, but not, it's just like whatever. I don't think it's a contest. I read the casting. I think it's a casting. It's not well, a contest. Yeah, we'll see. But I had to basically for an hour just strip for wow. the director. Yeah. Oh, speaking of stripping, that's one that I would oh, put on the strip? list. Well, either stripping or pole dancing, which you know I took a pole You've dancing pulled, class. But you want to publicly do it. I mean, you'd have to do it publicly. I think that's yes. the key. Right? Would you do full strip or just like mm, burlesque strip? I don't think I could do full strip. What about burlesque? I don't know. I don't know if I could done do burlesque. burlesque. You've done burlesque, mm-hmm. see? So you would know better than I would. Did you go full titty? Mm-hmm. I, I had oh. little tassels on and everything. You did? Not tassels. I made Rolling Stone um, pasties. Oh, cute. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, and I have weird boobs, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have cute boobs. I have, like, they're weird. I think all boobs are cute. <laughs> I got they're cute. Yeah. But they're a little strange. Do you ever think about the fact that milk, like when you see like cow udders, like those are cow boobs? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that is weird. Those are weird boobs. (laughs) That is. (laughs) I did have a dream last night that I was pregnant. You did? And then as I I was going to labor, I realized I'd ruined my life. Oh, no. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, I can never do anything ever again. Oh, no. And then I remember I'd gotten pregnant for the bit. Oh, that's really funny. Wow, that's dedication, though, Jenny. Yeah, I mean, it's also very telling of what I'm going through right now. Oh, yes, it is. It's a rebirth. Yeah, I hope it's a rebirth. And that rebirth is hard and yeah. scary. That's really yeah. what it is. And then I'm, then I'm going to have a baby. I'm not pregnant, everyone. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Pregnant with stress. I've got some stress pregs. Yeah. Um, what do you do? Okay, so... Um, my friend Becca Lobi, she's yes. actually a singer-songwriter, um, and she was the first person when I moved to L.A. to give me a styling gig, actually. I worked on Ooh. her music video, which unfortunately never came out, but not no. because of anything I did. Okay. <laughs> um, but she, uh, her name is Rebecca Lobi. You can find her on Instagram. Her music is beautiful, and her stuff on Spotify, oh, God, I just love, I love her music so much. But Rebecca posted about how like being on tour is so funny because one day you could be like 
okay, well, I have enough money to drink this really shitty gas station tea. And then the next day you're having high tea overlooking the London Eye yep. uh, with a friend, you know, in like some super fancy restaurant. And she's just like, that's what tour is like. It's like these really weird extremes where you're like, oh my God, I'm so broke. I hope I can get, I can just get this car, the three yeah. more miles I need to go, you know? Um, and yet then there's these like people who like want to take you on extravagant you know, outings or put you up in nice hotels. Do you, have you yeah. experienced any of that? On oh tour? yeah. I've, I've done shows where like, it's in really nice, like I've stayed in resorts mm-hmm. and like super nice hotels. Mm. And then like in Germany, I was staying in like a step above a hostel. Yeah. And you know, and what'd you say your bed had a radio? My bed had a 1970s radio built into it. I'm not going to lie. That sounds real appealing to me. It was, I mean, it worked. Yeah. I listened to some of that music. It was good. Yeah. Um, there was one, there was this radio station in Germany. They're just killing it. What's the German? Well, so like, what's the German radio? Like, what are the, what is the pop music sounding like these days? Oh, I didn't even bother. Well, what station were you listening to? I was listening to an American station. I mean, they just played American music. Really? It It is odd to me, the concept of playing music that is not in your language. Yeah. And it's just, that's the music you listen to. Yep. It's so strange. I know. It's a weird thing. But then that's when you realize how much American culture has just like taken over. Yeah. And infiltrated everything. Yeah. So the Rammsteins don't get as much <laughs> radio play. Oh, working you know, so hard. You know. So when you went to Germany, did you do Nazi jokes? I did. Oh, Jenny. I did. Okay, did look. Did you get you kicked can't... out of the country or what? I didn't. But look, I didn't salute <laughs> anyone. Here's the thing. is like, as a Jew, you're going to a country where you know that only 80 years prior, not yeah. that long ago, yeah. Um, you were not, will you not have been allowed in there? And you also have family members who died yeah, or were just disappeared. I, there's this crazy story in my family yep. about hiding and like moving for five years. An uncle disappears. Oh my God. Shows up like 10 years later. Like it's just crazy shit. Yeah. Um, and then you're there and you're like, huh? Yeah. Weird. Everyone's just acting like nothing happened. <laughs> like I know it's been 80 years, but like. We're all just like, cool. Everything's cool. And so like, I can't, as a Jewish person too, like that's part of my bit. Yeah. You know, I ask at every show, are there any Jewish people here? Nothing. Were there no, never, there were, were there any Jewish people? I had two Jews and they were both Americans. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they were both comedians? (laughs) No. (laughs) So it's just like very strange. And then I have that whole bit about trying to have sex with the guy who dresses up as a Nazi. Oh, I don't know if I've actually heard that bit. You've heard this bit. It's what? my favorite bit. Oh, man. Well, you're not <laughs> He's a reenactor, not like a modern Nazi, like a reenactor reenacting World War II. If I'm going to do it, it's going to be historically accurate. Okay? <laughs> I have a whole thing planned. <laughs> but um, so, so I'm doing that joke, and again, not really not hitting with them, but yeah. I just keep doing it. I talk about kinks and fetishes also not hitting where I'm just like, but ye, I've seen your porn. You guys are the double fists in the butt porn. Like oh. what, why is you guys know what kinks are? <laughs> why aren't you answering me? And, it, yeah. and a woman afterwards came up to me and was like, Oh yeah, you know, they are, they do this, but uh, you know, it's very private. No one talks about it oh. out loud. Out loud. So they're very private. They're super kinky, but they're like, they keep it behind closed doors. Yes. And what I did love was the English translations were so funny. Oh. So I was on the bus in Frankfurt and the voice was saying, you know, in German, thank you for choosing the Frankfurt airport. Mm-hmm. And then their translation of that in English was, we are pleased that you have taken favor with the Frankfurt <laughs> airport. <laughs> Taking favor? Taking favor. I love that. Man, Google Translate did not... Be pleased that you have taken favor with the Frankfurt Airport. So funny. 
Man, this is what happens when you use Google Translate to figure out <laughs> right. what things are. It's like, come on, government. That's figure it out. That's so funny. Germany what are was like, fun. uh, Were there any things of Germ- that you loved about Germany that you wish you... Castles. You wish oh, castles. Oh, my we God. We don't have enough castles here. I agree. We have the Hearst Castle, but we it's not real. We have the Hearst Castle, and that's not... Well, no, none of our castles are real. So they have in Bavaria, you can go to the castle that inspired Disney Castle. Oh, it's a real castle. Yes. Did you go? I no. didn't. It's in Bavaria. Yeah. And I don't know where that is. Where is Bavaria? <laughs> is that a real place? It's near Switzerland. <laughs> it's the Swiss part of Germany. I just like I just like pretending that places I haven't been don't exist. <laughs> but I thought Bavaria was a country. It's a chocolate. <laughs> I love... Can you drizzle some Bavaria on there, please? Uh, just a little bit of Bavaria. <laughs> it sounds like a... It would be like a dark cherry chocolate. Yes, it Bavaria. does. Bavaria. So... We saw this great castle in Heidelberg, which was the castle that the Brothers Grimm in, that inspired Ooh. the Brothers Grimm, and Do it's you like think a the ruin. Bro- Brothers Grimm were into some kinky shit. I feel like yeah. Okay, here's the thing though about all this stuff. We think it's all new. None of it's new. Like they no. would have parties in the in the 18th and 19th century where you just swap wives. You just be like, you'd put like a tag on your door. It's a key and party. Be like, yes, and be like, someone's in here. Oh my Come god. Come and see. And you what do you think fuck. the key was instead at that time? It's probably a, just a giant key. <laughs> just a big key. Just yeah, a giant to each room. You need to figure out which room. Oh. Your key opened. People were fucking pervy and gross. They, well, they wooden didn't dildos. have TV. Wooden dildos. Wooden dildos sounds awful. Yeah. I know they still make them, but that sounds awful. Stone dildos. What did well, they stone use as lubricant back then? Probably oil, olive oil. Oh, olive oil. Yeah. Should we return to or like that today? blood? Pig's blood. blood. Oh God. <laughs> fat boiled. You're. <laughs> boiled you know what? Fat oh from Jesus. Sheep. Bless I me. I love old condoms where a sheep was was a sheep intestine. Uh huh. And yep. they tied a little ribbon at the end. Oh no, they, they didn't. They tied a ribbon. Is that the why wiener. they call them lambskin to this yeah. day? Oh, they use lambskin. There you go. A little history from yep. Jay Z. But over it didn't. Here. It didn't stop. It just stopped pregnancy. It didn't stop the other stuff. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You, know. you still got the syphilis. <laughs> oh, God. Which is a very fun disease because it disappears oh. in the middle of it. Oh. So they're like, oh, I'm, I've been cured. Oh. And no, it's just it's just gearing up for phase two. Oh. You know, when your earlobes will fall off. Well. And your lips. You don't need all of those. <laughs> you only need one. You only need one. The bottom lip. Who needs two <laughs> lips or two earlobes? <laughs> I mean, God gave us two so that if we lost one, we'd have another. Yeah, exactly. Just That's like right. kidneys. Exactly. Have you been to Germany? Uh, no, I've never been to Germany. I took two years of German uh, in high school and college. Fun fact. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Can you say something? Fuck no. I don't remember any of it. Can you say welcome to the Frankfurt airport? Um, no. Welkommen. 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 That's it. Uh, nope. I'd have to think about it. Frankfurt airport. There you go. Did it. Yay. Lufthansa. Willkommen. Uh, is it willkommen or welkommen? Willkommen. Vil- Vil- I don't Vilkommen. remember anymore. Did I pronounce, did I correct you on your German? <laughs> Who fucking knows? Doesn't matter. I got a lot of German in my blood, but that doesn't help me any either. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Um, speaking of which, my dad got his Ancestry.com <gasps> report. What happened? He forgot his password. I don't know what his login no! info is. To no! <laughs> You're so close. I'm so close. You're He's- <laughs> so close. And let me tell you the funniest part about it is, like, I'm the one who cares the most about this. Yeah. And it just feels like it's a mean prank show at this point. (laughs) He forwards me an email that says, well, no surprises here except that we're not Italian, which is, like, a joke because he really was hoping he was Italian. Um, And it's the link to go look at the results, but he didn't include the login info so and that's he a, forgot and it. then he did not he has not told me what the results say i can't just not look at it so your dad he's not telling just me said well we're not italian that's and it that's it i still oh don't my know God. i still don't know what it's hilarious and this is what it's like having a father with dementia oh man <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good so i mean you know we're not finding out our roots but we are finding ourselves. Yes. So you're in a spot right now where you're in kind of like a, you're in a growth spot. And it I'm sucks. in a growth spot. It's a bummer. How about you? Yeah. Um, I'm in a growth spot in a different way where mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, ne- I'm nonstop working. 
and I'm really tired and I'm not getting enough time for self-care. Okay. So one of the things that I'm thinking about a lot is I like thinking about these things in terms of goals and like little milestones I could create for myself because I don't feel like I have enough time to think about like what I could do for myself during the week right now. But maybe I can think about things like, ooh, I want to get in Rolling Stone or, ooh, I want to take a pole dancing class or things along those lines. Like that's as close as I can get to self-care right now. Well, then that's as close as you can get. Yeah. I want a massage. Yeah. I want a massage and I want someone to clean my house. Those That'd are be great. Goals. Well, you should probably put stuff, stuff away, away first. Yeah. Well, we're getting there. Get the I know. Well, that's the thing is like, I wish I could just have someone move me into my house. Is really <laughs> what it is. I need someone you're to unpack so cl- for me. You're so close. We are close. We are close. I'm doing a decluttering. Yeah. How's that yeah. going? I'm just, I, I mean, I haven't done it yet. Oh, oh. I'm in the process of thinking about it. <laughs> I just have a lot of stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, you know, when you're on the road, you're just like, I'm only going to be home four days, so how much do I want to do Yeah, before I have to go back? So it's just like, blech. Anyways, we're getting towards the end of the show. So I'm going to ask you just a few rapid fire questions real quick. All right. So this is like my little, this is my gaudy positive game show right now. I don't know. That was the music for it. I didn't. It's great. Yeah, you liked it? It's short. It's a short intro. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to throw some questions at you. Rapid fire. You just have to pick one and tell me why. Okay. Okay. Most gaudy positive outfit. Is it a full Canadian tuxedo a la Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears? Okay. Or head to toe sequins? Head to toe sequins. Okay. But why? Colors. Bouncing. Colors and bouncing. Ooh, bouncing light. Okay. Who's more gaudy positive? Prince or... Uh, Funkadelic. Prince. Why would you even ask me that? I know. That I'm going to choose question. Prince every time. Well, also, when you, also, you said, I know. You had the cutest face. Like, I know. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. I just you say it. Although, Funkadelic is pretty gaudy positive. Yeah. No. Definitely. Okay. So, you can have dinner um, on the Space Needle. Yep. Or at uh, the top of the Upside Down Hotel in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Which one? Oh, my God. Pigeon Forge. <laughs> Wait, can we also choose uh, Inside the Wabasha Caves? Wait, Do you know about the Wabasha Caves? No, what's that? They're in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. There are these caves where gangsters used to hang out and hide out. So Minnesota had a had Do you want gangsters. to eat in a cave, though? Yeah, but it's haunted. Oh, okay. And it's in a cave. Okay. And Jewish gangsters were there. Oh, the Jewish gangsters. The St. Paul Jewish mafia. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wabasha Caves. Look them up. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, shit. I forgot the guy's name. Um, Kevin Nealon or Steve Buscemi? Oh, Steve Buscemi. Okay. Wait, what am I doing with them? I don't know. It's okay. Dealer's choice. What about you? No, the question is, what are you doing with them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say fucking because oh, um, I'm ovulating, so it's on my and mind. And you chose Steve Buscemi? I totally fucked Steve you know, Buscemi. he was a babe when he was younger. He's still, I mean, look, he's just okay. got that weird old guy face. Yeah, he does. And I'm like fine with it. But he's a hero. He went and he is a hero. did 9-11 shit and is probably gonna die god he did that yeah but i love him he's like definitely one of my favorite actors my favorite thing is when he's in um the snl sketch nocturnal emissions Mm -hmm. and they're like and they and like whatever they're the goths are like oh we need blood and then he just shows up and he's like blood you need blood i got pig's blood (laughs) as the janitor oh love it great sketch what about you which one would you choose um i think i would choose steve buscemi and what are you doing to them we're gonna have a tea party you have a tea party yeah okay it's full of rum, though. So I've hung out with with Kevin Nealon. Oh, you have? He's fine. Um, my favorite thing about my favorite Kevin Nealon story, real quick, is that my husband and I went to the comedy store. Robin yep. went to the comedy store, and uh, I think we we're actually there to see you perform. And then there was somebody who Rob recognized who he who's like I'm not saying he's not a big actor, but he is not as big as Kevin Nealon. Yeah. And Rob went up to the guy and was like talking to him and, you know, was like, oh, I, I heard you on this podcast. Like, you're so great. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Walks away. And I was like, Rob, did you notice that the whole time you were standing next to Kevin Nealon? <laughs> <laughs> right over his head. It's great. Is one more rapid fire? Yeah, so we I got one pee. more rapid fire. Okay. This is the last one. Okay. What distracts you the most? My phone. Oh, that's a boring answer. But what that's gaudy true. thing distracts oh, you the most? Oh, gaudy thing. Um, like a good sequin. Oh, I mean, I just like to look at furniture on apps. 
Oh. Of things that I would want. What kind of furniture? That's all phone shit. Get out exactly. Your phone. I, I, do, I can't. You can put your phone in a cage and I will too. You know what? Okay, cage so That's some so Adam shit. and I, we were making leather stuff. Mm-hmm. like uh, Making love leather. Like, uh, we were making love leather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, uh, so he was teaching me how to like... You wet the leather and then you hammer in like the imprints in it. Uh-huh. And I think that's going to be my new uh, gaudy fun thing I'm going to do. Yeah. I want to like make leather stuff. So do you have the tools to do this? Is that no, the next I'll thing? No, I have to buy them. You're going to buy the tools and you're going to do it? Ugh. Or I just next time I go to Minneapolis, I'll be like, we're spending three hours in your workshop. Yes. I'm making leather. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yes. I feel like this is the opening of a very beautiful romantic book. No. Yes. <laughs> It is. Fifty Shades of Leather. <laughs> this is how Jenny Indeed. got into leather play. This is it. <laughs> what about you? Leather What's your gaudy distraction? No, I don't, I'm not I'm not answering Why? the questions. I'm asking them. Leather okay, play or chain week, play? I'll have a rapid fire thing for you. Fine. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be terrifying. Okay, good. It's going to be terrifying. It's going to be part of my bucket list. Okay. Guys, uh, you can see me um, this week. She didn't answer in the Boston. question. What I you did? Answer. I answered leather play it. or chain play? Oh, I didn't even hear what you said. I'm, leather mm. chain hurts. True. Yeah, but doesn't leather I get hurt whipped too? by chains? Don't they both hurt? Oh fuck! It. I don't really know what chain play I is. I made it up. Anyway, <laughs> let me get through this so I can fart. <laughs> I'm gonna be at the comedy studio <laughs> in Boston or in Somerville, Massachusetts, on Saturday, eight and ten o'clock. Nice. I'm gonna be asleep. I, okay, have, I don't cool. have anything coming up at the moment, and I prefer it that way. Yeah, you need to rest. Self-care. Well, we Self-care. love you guys, gaudy people. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.